0: and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be talking about growing your business. And everybody just went, what the heck? There's a pandemic on. How can we grow our business? That's what we're going to talk about. Because even during a pandemic, even during a shutdown, you can and should be growing your business. So please join me in welcoming Daryl Amy to our program today. Welcome, Daryl.
1: Deb, it's great to be here. I've been looking forward to this, and I'm so excited to talk with you today and share ideas on how to grow in a pandemic, post-pandemic, <laughs> wherever wherever we it. find ourselves. So yeah, this is this Perfect. is going to be a fantastic conversation.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, congratulations. You were sharing with me earlier that you became a grandfather again, um, I did. very early this morning in the wee hours. Um, <laughs> but you know, and, and so again, congratulations <laughs> on that.
1: Well, thank you. My my first Zoom meeting of the day today was at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. and it was to uh, witness uh, my grandson coming into the world. This I is, love it. that just about sums up mm-hmm. where our experience here right. as of late, right? I Everything's know. on Zoom. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah Wasn't that one of those so things much. you
0: wish you bought stock when it was really yeah? <laughs> Ooh,
1: man, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's incredible. But I think you know there's there's been massive shifts. Obviously, mm-hmm. the word of the year for right. 2020 is probably, you know, I'm prophesying here because I know mm-hmm. this comes out in January, right. but I think the word of the year, I'm putting my bets on pivot because it pivot has been is pivot is year of the yeah. pivot. Yeah, I-, I
0: think the expression will be you're on mute. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, can you hear me? Can mm-hmm. you hear me? Yeah. But yeah. it it has been a it's been a year of learning. Mm-hmm. It's been a year of um of change. Mm-hmm. Um it's been a year of pivot, but it's also been a year of opportunity right. and I think you know it, a lot of it is the perspective with mm-hmm. which we look at things mm-hmm. and um I choose to look at things through the lens of growth when right. there's change, mm-hmm. there is opportunity for Perfect. growth.
0: I love it. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we'll go into this in in a deep dive because it's going to be so much fun. So Daryl Amy is on a mission to help generous companies grow revenue faster. With 27 years of B2B marketing and sales experience ranging from mid-sized local companies to enterprise organizations, Daryl has diverse experience across the sales and marketing landscape. He has trained thousands of salespeople in solution selling, created digital marketing strategies for hundreds of companies, and consulted with Fortune 500 tech companies. He knows what works and what doesn't. As a member of the Forbes Business Council and the C-suite Advisors team, Daryl works with executives to create growth strategies. He f- co-founded Convergo, where he cre- where he serves as the Chief Innovation Officer, helping companies develop revenue growth strategies. Daryl is the host of the Revenue Growth Podcast and co-hosting of the Selling from the Heart Podcast. Daryl is a frequent podcast guest keynote speaker and contributing author so again daryl welcome
1: (laughs) thank you dad that was incredible (laughs) i know
0: you know i always love it when when you know and and you know and okay so little little secret to everybody listening the guests provide their bios, um, but it, you still, you
1: know, you I have you great marketing it it's people. It's was, it was good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at, at the bottom of all of that, behind all of that is mm-hmm. is really a heart to see great mm-hmm. businesses grow because, right. you know, with all of the, all of the, challenges mm-hmm. that um, the pandemic has brought mm-hmm. um, to our business world, to our cultures, to our countries, our societies, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. The reality is I, I firmly believe that the people that are going to bring us out of this are forward-thinking, right. growth-minded mm-hmm. business professionals mm-hmm. who, as we say at the C-Suite Network, are committed to drive and mm-hmm. thrive. And this is the time where you know it is really important to get strategic we cannot right. coast to growth mm-hmm. in this marketplace we've right. got to get mm-hmm. intentional
0: right yeah the the saying because we've always done it that way can't work anymore you know it, for a variety of reasons you know people aren't con- consuming the way they used to um employees certainly aren't working the way they used to. We're not meeting people the way we used to. I mean, all of these various things. And so if you're still stuck in, but that's the way we've always done it, you ain't going to grow.
1: <laughs> I think it's a growth mindset, you mm-hmm. know, is um, I believe I've coined this phrase just accidentally uh, last week, but we've got to get it done in 2021. And the, the reason for that, how about mm-hmm. that? Is Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just happened. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, 2020, um, we're recording this at the uh, tail end of the Mm -hmm. year. It's been a challenging year for a lot of organizations. Mm -hmm. And so 2021 is a make or break year Mm -hmm. for many companies, many sales professionals, Mm -hmm. many people. And this is a year where we do have to get it done. Mm -hmm. There are shifts, but the mindset of growth says when things change, change equals opportunity. and. Yeah, we, the way we always did it, mm-hmm. are we going to get back to normal? No. Uh, you know, normal Normal is a continually evolving mm-hmm. thing. And I wouldn't have thought, it. you know, asked me a year ago if I thought it would be normal um, to watch the birth of my grandson on a <laughs> Zoom meeting, right? Mm-hmm. It kind of felt mm-hmm. normal. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's where, you know, this mindset right now of mm-hmm. uh, one of the great things coming out of this year, I believe, Deb, is is... Um, the mindset of uh, of the pivot mm-hmm. of being flexible and mm-hmm. being eyes open, uh, you know. Once we got past the the shock of mm-hmm. the lockdowns and and all of that, I know many business people, um, you know, got innovative, mm-hmm. got right. uh, strategic, mm-hmm. and that to me is a burst of energy mm-hmm. in the business community that that quite frankly, I think was desperately needed.
0: Right. Yeah, because we did have an awful lot of that's the way we've always done it.
1: Yes. Yes. Because it worked. And, mm-hmm, you know, right. here's, here's the deal. As we go into the new year, one of the questions I've been getting a lot is how do we set goals mm-hmm. in an environment of mm-hmm. uncertainty? Right. You know, this, uh, and most businesses, I'm looking for my ruler. Here's how most businesses set growth goals. They mm-hmm. use the ruler, Right. right. Yeah, like, and you well, hope we did that the- you
0: went up that trajectory.
1: Right, mm-hmm. we did this, we did 10% a year ago, mm-hmm. we did 12, we did, you know, mm-hmm. and you kind of put the ruler on your little right. bar chart and you but set your are no goal. But
0: there no dips, no dips. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right, well, here's the ruler in 2020. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then it to goes to the boogity, left.
0: boogity, 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 boogity.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, they say in the investment world, um, the trend is your friend, but mm-hmm. the trend is not your friend right now. No. If you're look trying to build your mm-hmm. growth goals and the reality is not only- um you know maybe you took a hit in mm-hmm. 2020 maybe you sold personal protective equipment and mm-hmm. plexiglass right. <laughs> you know and and mm-hmm. you, maybe but you that's not sustainable or mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah maybe you resume um uh, the question is how do i set goals going into mm-hmm. 2021 right. and this is really critical because um without a goal mm-hmm. you know it, it's hard to to build build right. execution right. and so What I have figured out this year, and this is the heart of the revenue growth engine, is that um, this is a very practical way to set goals, is to Mm -hmm. ask the question, how do we get revenue? What drives Mm -hmm. revenue? And I've come to the conclusion that if you boil it all down, there's really only two ways to grow revenue, right? We get net new clients Mm -hmm. or we sell more to our current clients. Mm -hmm. So here's what I challenge people to do um, when it comes to setting goals is- don't just set that big revenue goal. Go mm-hmm. down a level and go. Okay, how many clients do we have right now? We're mm-hmm. customers. I prefer to call them clients. Mm-hmm. Clients buy toothpaste at Walmart. Customers mm-hmm. get advice from trusted advisors. Um, but, or I'm sorry, I got that backwards. Customers buy toothpaste. Clients get advice. Right. So, how many it. clients do you <laughs> have right now? Those and,
0: people who give us money.
1: Yes. How many of those people do you have right now? Mm-hmm. Um, that's your baseline. So, mm-hmm. let's say you have a thousand um, clients right now. Okay with the right marketing and sales processes mm-hmm. in place, what do we think we could grow mm-hmm. that to in 2021? Right. Then the second driver is based on cross-selling. It's your revenue mm-hmm. per client. Now, this is going to be some complicated math. You're going to have to take your total revenue and divide mm-hmm. it by that count, number mm-hmm. of clients. And now you have your line in the sand to say our revenue mm-hmm. per client. Let's say your revenue per client's $10,000. Mm-hmm. Okay, what could we do? Mm-hmm. What processes could we put in place from a sales and marketing standpoint? to grow our revenue per client in 2021, Mm -hmm. then add those two numbers together. Mm -hmm. And you'll be surprised because what you'll have is you'll have a realistic goal because it's based on those two realistic goals of how many clients could we add and how could we grow our revenue per client. But also we find, Deb, that people, when they add those two numbers up, the goal seems aggressive because Mm -hmm. now we've got compound growth going. Mm. We're growing our client base, mm-hmm. but we're also growing our revenue per right. client. And when you get both of those going at the same time, you begin to experience the type of exponential revenue growth that you need to get yourself mm-hmm. out of the ditch of 2020. Right. And so it's that level of strategy mm-hmm. to go, okay, what's driving revenue and how can we make marginal improvements mm-hmm. in each one of those areas um, that is going to set a company not only with good goals, but mm-hmm. with a mindset for growth that's uh, actually attainable going right. into this new year,
0: right? Yeah, you know, and you mentioned revenue growth engine. You've actually written a book about that. Come on, be Vanna. It's called Revenue <laughs> Growth well, it's Engine. Behind me and right here yes. it is.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Yep. So, Revenue Growth Engine: How to Align Sales and Marketing to Accelerate Growth. And great book. You know, I, I read through it. You. it, took some notes. See, here's my notes. Um, and you know, several things struck me. And and so we're probably going to talk about this. for for most of the program. The first was sales and marketing. You know, so many times they are in two totally separate silos. They might report to totally different people. You know, I've seen sales, depending on the companies, report to say R&D and Mm -hmm. marketing report to HR or legal or, you know, all these various things. And the two... They not only do they not meet, they go at crossheads because they figure they're competing for dollars. Um, you know, and and so talk to us about why those two absolutely have to be working together.
1: Well, it's it goes back to my story, and I started straight out of university. I got a technology sales job, so it was mm-hmm. hardcore in the field, cold calling, you mm-hmm. know, it was highly competitive. And so I've got sales in my DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to joke. I'm a recovering sales rep. I'm down to therapy <laughs> twice a month. And I'm it's like, going ew, well.
0: sales, <laughs> which is all of us, right? You know, most people think sales right, and they do. Yeah. They go, ew, we're all in sales, folks. I got I got, you know, news for you. We are all in sales, especially if you are an entrepreneur or a small business owner.
1: And you're really just helping people get what mm-hmm. they need. We'll talk right. about that in mm-hmm. later on. But um, so I've, I've been, I've got sales in my DNA, mm-hmm. but also had marketing degree in my hip pocket. And when mm-hmm. I started a sales training company 17 years ago, my mm-hmm. very first client came to me and said. Hey Daryl, everything you taught our sales team is great. Our website doesn't say anything about it. Do you build websites? The next thing you know, I'm in the marketing right. mm-hmm. uh, business. And mm-hmm. you know, so what I, I've, I've wandered down this uh, road of of sales and been involved in doing sales training, sales development, built some sales training programs for some large enterprise companies. Mm-hmm. Love it, absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Get in, talk to people on the Selling from the Heart podcast. Then I've also been in this marketing lane as well. And marketing is fascinating mm-hmm. because what was web then became um, search engines, mm-hmm. then became social media, then became inbound marketing, account based marketing, mm-hmm. and all of the. And what I began to notice is while the two, while the buyer in the way that they were buying was that whole world of mm-hmm. marketing and sales was coming together research by uh, Brent Adamson, Matt Dixon, and the Challenger customer you know mapped that journey and said the buyer doesn't really even see a difference between the mm-hmm. two. They're both the company. At the same time, sales and marketing were growing further and further mm-hmm. apart. Right. Marketing was getting more sophisticated mm-hmm. um, in some ways, and sales was mm-hmm. uh, getting more um, you know, feet, we had our ankles <laughs> well, in the yeah, dirt and
0: especially if, if say they're a commission based sales, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's just the nature of that beast.
1: Yeah. So I was, um, I was getting ready to speak to a conference of, it was a growth conference, mm-hmm. which I love the title. Um, and because at the end of the day, it's not about sales. It's not about marketing. Mm -hmm. It's about growing revenue. That's the goal. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet you talk to some salespeople and some marketing leaders, and you'd think that it's all about sales or marketing. Mm -hmm. That's not the, the goal is revenue. And so I stood up in front of this group and the marketing people were so excited about the newest gadgets and Mm -hmm. shiny objects. And I'm a tech nerd. I love all that stuff, but it's not about that. And the right. salespeople, you know, they're they're checking their phones, mm-hmm. trying to reply to messages and close right. deals. Mm-hmm. And like, why are we here? And and that's when I was like, hey, timeout. Mm-hmm. It's not about marketing gadgets. It's not about sales strategy. Mm-hmm. It's about how do we drive revenue? And the mm-hmm. way we drive revenue is by focusing on the type of ideal clients mm-hmm. that we want. And things started coming into motion mm-hmm. when I said, okay, what would it take? with an understanding of the ideal clients that we want to attract and cross sell, what would it take to drive net new business and what would it take to cross sell? What are the Mm -hmm. marketing processes and the sales processes that need to be in place for net new and marketing Mm -hmm. and sales processes for cross sell? And that's where the engine started coming together. And I realized there's like all these different pieces of the puzzle that need to be put together into a complete model that can help a company actually Drive revenue, Mm -hmm.
0: right? Talk to us about net new. That might be a a term that people aren't familiar with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good old sales term, net new business. So we go out in sales. We love dragging in new deals, right? Landing Mm -hmm. new logos, new 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 big fish, ringing the bell, right? Mm And um, net new business is fantastic. Deb, it's interesting when I ask people, I was on uh, this morning helping a great company in the Midwest develop a revenue growth strategy. Mm -hmm. And I asked the question, I ask many companies, I say, between net new and cross-sell, are you better at bringing on new customers or do you feel like your company is better at developing your relationships Mm -hmm. and cross-selling more inside your current Mm -hmm. client base? And I would say, this is not statistically significant, but I would say probably three to one, four to one, companies are saying we're better at net new mm-hmm. and we're not great at cross-sell. Right. Um, but net new is is exactly what we think. Marketing mm-hmm. generates leads, mm-hmm. sales, lands the, the deals. And there's mm-hmm. a set of processes involved in um, marketing and in selling for mm-hmm. net new that need to be in place. You know... The engine. When you think about the analogy of an engine, there's a lot of different kinds of engines. And as I was getting ready to write this book, a lot of the ideas for this book actually came while I was mowing my lawn. Now, <laughs> I like to, you know, I know you you, you mow your grass. Yes, mm-hmm. I kind of like to because I put my headphones in, right, and I you listen to podcasts along. like mm-hmm. the Business Power yeah. Hour. Right, so I'm bebopping along, and my lawn uh, suns out and. Uh, I'm, you know, my lawnmower, I don't know, maybe goes two miles an hour. It doesn't have a speedometer on it because you don't need one because it goes Mm -hmm. so slow, but it has an engine. Mm -hmm. And I was puttering down my lawn, mowing the nice straight line. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking in my driveway and I see my car. Mm -hmm. Now, my car also has an engine.
0: Right. It just just so happens more powerful.
1: It's uh, got a few more horsepower, Mm -hmm. a few more cylinders. Mm -hmm. It's finely tuned. And it uses you know premium grade mm-hmm. fuel, and I like to accelerate. Mm-hmm. I, like to, I like to drive. I like to get where I'm going quickly. Mm-hmm. And and so I have this realization that both these vehicles, my lawnmower mm-hmm. and my car, both have an engine. However, the engine there's a big difference. And every business has a growth engine. Your revenue growth mm-hmm. engine is a sum total. Of all your sales processes Mm -hmm. and marketing processes. You wouldn't be in business if you didn't have an engine. Right. The problem is most many businesses have engines that are missing cylinders or they're like they're They're not firing on all cylinders. mm -hmm. Yeah. And and so that was the the genesis behind this Mm -hmm. was I began asking the question, okay what are all the cylinders that would need to be in place Mm. to drive net new Mm -hmm. and to drive Mm cross-sell? And really almost this is a a framework or a schematic Mm -hmm. for a business to go, okay, here's where we're missing it. And here's where we need to put the processes in place. So net new business, um, what are the marketing processes? Mm -hmm. What are the sales processes that need to be in place to drive net new business? Mm -hmm. Um, And we outline those In the book, and and the the idea is for for the readers of the book and the businesses that we get the opportunity to train and consult with, um, the idea is that the light bulb comes on and goes, oh, we're missing that cylinder. Mm -hmm. And if we put that cylinder in place and got Mm -hmm. it firing right, all of a sudden, we could hit the gas Mm -hmm. and we could accelerate.
0: Right. Right. And some of those cylinders, and you go through this in your book, are kind of a variety of things. You know, customer support might mm-hmm. be one. Um, mm-hmm. Getting a product to somebody on time, you know, getting those deliverables out. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of things that really need to be, as you said, firing well in order to, to have things moving forward.
1: Yeah. And while we're on the theme of net new business, I want to I want to talk directly to the business to business people mm-hmm. in the audience. And that's been my background is business to business um sales. Um and the principle is similar for B2C, but in mm-hmm. B2B, um a lot of the friction between sales and marketing is, you know, sales is like, you're not giving us enough leads. Mm-hmm. And then marketing. Give some leads to sales right. and what way sales Nothing say?
0: happens. And so then you didn't get do annoyed. anything. Right. And
1: then sales goes, these leads are garbage, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. And uh, here's what I say. I say that if that's happening in your organization, or if you're one of the people on either side of that whole back and forth, mm-hmm. I say, stop it. Right. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. If you're in B2B sales mm-hmm. and if you've identified your ideal mm-hmm. client profile, like who's a best fit client? Mm-hmm and you've identified your current ideal clients, you should also be able to go out into your marketplace and identify who your ideal prospects are, Mm -hmm. the specific companies that you want to work with. Mm -hmm. And so So
0: there aren't leads.
1: You don't need leads. You already know who your leads are. I
0: read your book. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It was
1: good. I could know that was a test, but Ah, yay. You don't need leads. Right. And that's, you know, stop it. You don't mm. need leads. What you need, you already know who the leads are. It's mm-hmm. your ideal prospects. What mm-hmm. you need for net new business is engagement with mm-hmm. those leads. So now, marketing, um, you know, instead of just waiting for someone to hopefully swim by and mm-hmm. maybe fill out a form on a website right. or click download
0: something on a, so you yeah. capture their email. Mm hmm.
1: Now the goal for marketing is 100 engagement right. with those ideal prospects. Mm-hmm. That's what we're aiming towards. Can we mm-hmm. get it? No, but that's the gold mm-hmm. standard. Sales as well. It's not you know I, we had a we had a, a one of our clients in South Florida. So you go to South Florida, they had a great technology sales business. Mm-hmm. They were in West Palm Beach headquarters. Um, and by the way, if you have a business in West Palm beach, we have some on-site consulting openings in February. So um, <laughs> it's good. Uh, I say that tongue in cheek. I can't wait till the day we get to travel out to client locations. Again. Anywhere, anywhere. Anywhere. Yes. <laughs> so um, yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, anyhow, so we go down there and we're doing our, um, our growth growth strategy. And, mm-hmm. and we took, we looked at the marketplace. Now this company is great company, mm-hmm. amazing support, great products, all that stuff in their South Florida marketplace, they had 10 salespeople. Wow. Okay. So it was, it was 10 mm-hmm. salespeople. Um, when we looked at the landscape of businesses and they were in the business to business marketplace and they had products that pretty much every mm-hmm. business could buy. We looked at the marketplace and there were 90,000 businesses. Whoa. Okay. So 10 salespeople, mm-hmm. 90,000 businesses. Mm-hmm. To cover that marketplace in terms of a prospecting strategy, we, we, we did the math. If every salesperson made like forty mm-hmm. calls a day, right. they, it, they would cover their territory mm-hmm. in like two and a half years mm-hmm. if they worked eighteen-hour days. It was something mm-hmm. ridiculous, right? And yet, so in it, what ended up happening it was just a hodgepodge. We'll take mm-hmm. whatever fish swim by, mm-hmm. whatever the low-hanging fruit is. Yet, they had some ideal clients that when we looked at their ideal clients and we said, if this ideal client bought everything that they could buy from mm-hmm. you over the next 10 years, what would they be worth? Mm-hmm. The ideal client was worth $865,000. Wow. Whereas the average client mm-hmm. was worth 36,000 mm-hmm. yeah. over 10 years. So
0: why are you spending your time, your money, your efforts on them?
1: So what they did is they said, okay, let's get clear on who our ideal mm-hmm. clients are. If someone else buys from us, that's totally fine. But we're going to identify our ideal clients I got it Mm -hmm. down to about 2,500 prospects Mm -hmm. in that marketplace. very doable. Mm -hmm. And they went to the sales team and they said this. Here's the rule from now on. You can call on whomever you want, Mm -hmm. but absolutely 100% these prospects are going to hear from you on a Mm -hmm. quarterly basis. Well, I don't want to call on them. Not a problem. We'll give that to someone else. Yeah,
0: there's <laughs> I mean, nine other not, guys here. And mm-hmm. and
1: and now, now the mindset was, instead of trying to sell to everybody, mm-hmm. we'll take orders that come, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But we're going to 100% make sure that we have what I call in the book, 100% coverage mm-hmm. of our ideal prospects. Mm-hmm. And one of the best things businesses can do as we look into 2021 20, to drive growth is get clear mm-hmm. on who your best fit clients right. are. And put a sales plan together to engage mm-hmm. with the decision makers, right? And and track the activity. It's mm-hmm. not it's not rocket science, but most companies mm-hmm. we go into the sales teams just kind of, you know, just hey, go sell something,
0: right? They they get out the phone book. Do people even do that anymore? But you know, <laughs> the, the chamber book, the digital it, phone okay. book, you know, right? So they, yeah, they go I mean, down through their chamber of commerce listing, and yeah. you know, and and you get A through L, and you get M through Z.
1: Right, or they go mm-hmm. on to LinkedIn, and mm-hmm. uh, here's the deal: once you know the profile of your ideal client, you can determine who those people are. Right. You can get mm-hmm. the list, mm-hmm. right? And and that becomes the those get mm-hmm. you know one of the core cylinders of the engine. Right. Then is a target account right. program right. where every rep has mm-hmm. target accounts right. that they're prospecting into, mm-hmm. and that simple strategy, that one thing alone, for many businesses. Especially when you look at mm-hmm. the value of an ideal client in that story, we just did 866,000 mm-hmm. over 10 years versus 36. Mm-hmm. I mean, landing one client right. was worth more than 20x mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. up and down the street bread and butter average client. So put a program in place, a target account program. That's one cylinder um, that drives net new business. Um, and you have corresponding motion into those ideal prospects mm-hmm. from marketing and now you're setting yourself up to grow is it a tough economy in 2021 mm-hmm. absolutely is it com- you know is it changing absolutely right. what do we do in response we get focused yeah
0: yeah why waste your time on those others um you know because it, you might sell to them but they're going to be small and they're going to be one time um you know and and you know when you're not dealing with leads you're not dealing with that that dreaded term cold call right? Because, you know, you know, now, even if you've never talked to them, there's still a warm lead because you know that they should be interested in what you're talking about as opposed to the next name on the list.
1: Well, you definitely have a much, once you identify your ideal client, it's by the way, when in the book, we talk about this in detail and, mm-hmm. and definitely as we're we're running our um, revenue growth engine tune-up events. We're, we're looking in detail at who your ideal client is. Some of it is demographic. It's mm-hmm. companies in this geography that meet this criterion, size or revenue mm-hmm. or, or industry or whatever. A lot of it is um, psychographic. Mm, so, right. and, and a great way to get to that ideal client profile is to just sit around the table mm-hmm. with your team and go, okay, let's talk about our favorite clients. Right. What do they have in common? Mm-hmm. And, and you go, Daryl, that's a little pie in the sky, but here's the deal. When you understand the psychographics of an ideal client mm-hmm. fit and you're able to focus on those people, those are the people that actually appreciate what mm-hmm. you do. They value what you do. Mm-hmm. They stick around. They don't price shop you every time right. there's a you know a renewal or whatever. And they're the type of clients that you can actually build a business mm-hmm. on top of as opposed to maybe the ones that are in the next ring mm-hmm. out that just aren't really that good a fit and, and you work so mm-hmm. hard to get them and they leave and they're not happy and... You know the the reality and they
0: whine, is they carry on. You, you, they take it's all your demoralizing. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: I love um, one of my favorite books um, that I read this past year. I'm a Mike McAllowitz fan, and mm-hmm. he wrote a book. Uh, he's written a lot of great books. One that's not as well known is called The Pumpkin Plan, and it uses the analogy mm-hmm. about if you want to grow big pumpkins, mm-hmm. you kind of cull out a lot of the smaller right. ones over time, mm-hmm. so the energy can go to these mm-hmm. big pumpkins, but um, and i'm not saying fire all your right or oh, yeah. clients mm-hmm. or or don't take the mm-hmm. order but make sure that 100% you've got processes mm-hmm. in place to call on your ideal clients and then when it comes to cross sell the same principle mm-hmm. applies um, there was a guy in Italy. I think we all know his name. He was a great guy named Vilfredo Pareto, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Vilfredo uh, was the guy in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. He found out that 80% of the property was owned by 20% of the people. Right. And he started looking around. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Vilfredo Pareto's principle is alive and it is doing yeah. well mm-hmm. in most businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 80% of your revenue is coming from 20% mm-hmm. of your clients. Right. Just... Stack rank mm-hmm. them or don't just look at revenue, look at revenue potential. Mm-hmm. You may just have scratched the surface on mm-hmm. a large client. 20% of your clients are driving 80% of your revenue. Mm-hmm. You need to treat those clients really mm-hmm. well. Right. You know, and that's you do that's not
0: where, want to lose them.
1: Right. And but you know, it's it's the law of business. The smaller clients end up whining and needing stuff, and you end up sometimes neglecting mm-hmm. the larger clients. And so It's very important that just as on the net new side, you Mm -hmm. have sales processes in place to Mm -hmm. focus on your ideal prospects, you need sales processes in place to focus on your ideal clients Mm -hmm. as well. Right. Um, And one of the most powerful and simple processes that uh, I've seen companies put in place is uh, what we call a periodic business review. Mm. Um, setting a cadence a lot of times in the business to business world it's quarterly with mm-hmm. an ideal client can't do it for everyone, Right, but your top 20% you can mm-hmm. to where we say, okay, we're going to have a quarterly um, meeting mm-hmm. and we are going to yeah, we're going to review our business performance. But Deb, what I really want to do is I want to make sure I'm in tune with what's going on in your business, Mm -hmm. what challenges you're facing, what goals you have, and what better time to start that, by the way, than in the middle of all this uncertainty Mm -hmm. to go to your clients and go, keep us in the loop. Mm -hmm. Let's brainstorm together. what can
0: we do? Mm -hmm.
1: So what ends up happening out of those meetings is two things. Uh, First of all, um, obviously you're uncovering Business mm-hmm. opportunity, mm-hmm. and you're getting tuned into what's really making that business tick. And that's where the cross sell begins. Mm-hmm. The other thing that happens is during that meeting, you're adding tremendous value in ways that your competitors mm-hmm. and other vendors are just not doing. Um, so you now have earned the right to ask for referrals. And there's nothing better to grow a business right. than a referral. Mm-hmm. Um, But how, you know, a lot of times we all know that, Mm -hmm. but where do you get referrals? Well, these periodic business Mm -hmm. reviews are fertile ground Mm -hmm. for getting referrals.
0: Right, right. You know, and of course it's, it's hard when you're a small business owner to be thinking about decreasing your number of clients Mm -hmm. because, you know, we've all been taught, you know, more is better, all these various things, Mm -hmm. but it, it truly is quantity versus quality um you know and and so it's okay to decrease and and especially if you're starting out you know or really struggling you are thinking i need to do as much as i possibly can yes. and you might have to be doing that right now i mean you know that that just might be what's going on but as you're doing it be thinking about okay who who are the long term people who do we want to keep and then of course the the other thing is you might have to fire some some clients or you know just you know, let them fade away. Uh, you know, and and things like that, and and that's difficult too, because it, it could be somebody you worked with a long time, but they're just not, as you said, that ideal client.
1: There are certainly uh, there are certainly some clients. Um, it's probably the bottom twenty percent, right, mm-hmm. that are actually a drain on your business. Right. They're mm-hmm. not profitable, and not only are they not profitable, they're also like just demoralizing Mm -hmm. your team. Right. And uh, I, you know, I've, I've, I'm a partner in several different businesses. I just think of an instance where we had a client, it was one of our larger clients. Mm -hmm. And um, finally, um, I I picked up the phone and called them and I said, I hate to tell you this, but we're not renewing our agreement Mm -hmm. with you, (laughs) which, you know, at first they were like, what do you mean you're not renewing? And And then they
0: were relieved, right?
1: well, they were a little upset, but I'll mm-hmm. tell you what our team was. Mm-hmm. It it brought 10 times the energy and the resource <laughs> back into the wheels. team. They were, yeah. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and uh, mm-hmm. I think it, I think that it is, um, you know, I, and I'm not a management or leadership expert, mm-hmm. but I do know that, you know, good management managers look at their team and realize mm-hmm. sometimes there's people on their team that are causing more problems right. than they're solving. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and I think there, there are cases where you do have clients mm-hmm. that are are causing more problems right. than, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, well, I can't do without mm-hmm. the revenue. But if you were really honest, you'd realize that yeah, you're paying them an money ulcer or losing <laughs> right? good employees. Yeah. You have an yeah. ulcer and mm-hmm. people are frustrated. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that in contrast to your ideal client, your you know, not ideal client, mm-hmm. <laughs> less than ideal client is, mm-hmm. is important, but you know, the reality is, I think people say, Daryl, ideal client profile. What about the the average client? Mm-hmm. We'll still take orders from them. Right. Oh, yeah. um, we'll You're not going to say, them.
0: sorry, we won't take your money.
1: But 100%, we make sure our ideal clients are mm-hmm. taken care of. Another right. another on the marketing side, when it comes to cross-sell, um, one of my favorite marketing authors is Jay, A- Jay Abraham. Jay mm-hmm. Abraham's phenomenal. He wrote several books. Mm -hmm. Um, The Sticking Point Solution is a Mm -hmm. fantastic book for this time right now. It was written in 2009 after Mm -hmm. the last crisis. Very creative. But my favorite Mm -hmm. book by him um, is How to Get Everything You Can Out of All You've Got. Mm -hmm. And in that book, one of the things that Jay advocates for Mm -hmm. is to pick your head up and Mm -hmm. look at other industries. Mm -hmm. Look outside your little narrow world, your Mm -hmm. echo chamber of your business, Mm -hmm. and look at other industries. And Um, you know, one of the things I started as I was writing the book, I started looking at other industries. And one of the things I realized Mm -hmm. that um, other industries were doing that a lot of our clients weren't doing, and we weren't doing at the time, is client loyalty programs. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I've got, uh, well, I used to have, I guess I still have status on American Airlines, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, you know. Yeah, Um, I
0: think they kept all those points. They figured that was Yeah, I hope so. That's good. I I mm -hmm. haven't seen an
1: airport in a while, which Mm -hmm. is really strange. And A little bit wonderful, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so they know that I'm as a frequent flyer, I am an ideal client to them. Mm -hmm. I fly a lot. And Mm -hmm. so they have perks. I, um, American express is, um, another, Mm -hmm. um, I'm a loyalty program Mm -hmm. member Mm -hmm. with them. Right. And so they know that because I travel a lot and have a business, I use my, my American express Mm -hmm. card a lot they have a client loyalty program. Mm-hmm. They've, they've set it up so that when I go into an airport, they invite me into their lounge and they let me hang out there in this right. peaceful place. They give mm-hmm. you a massage and mm-hmm. fine wine and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I'm not leaving them right. and they know it, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. They know it. Mm-hmm. Um, And, and so the, the question, and you just, I mean, my sandwich shop has a loyalty program. Mm-hmm. Everyone right. has got one. Oh, yeah. So What can you do in your business Mm -hmm. to reward your ideal clients Mm -hmm. and make it so they can't leave? And here's what we found out, Deb. This is really funny. Most businesses, they give white glove service to Mm -hmm. their ideal clients already. They just don't tell them about it. Right. So you start to look at it and go, Daryl, what are we going to do for a loyalty program? Mm -hmm. Well, you're probably already doing it. You just need to tell them about mm-hmm. it and put it in a brochure mm-hmm. and, right. you know, and add on some benefits mm-hmm. and make it fun. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, you know, what a core part of the loyalty program is, is we do quarterly business reviews ah. with our platinum clients. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the great ways to kick mm-hmm. off a quarterly business review program is to announce your client loyalty program. Mm-hmm. So there's, this is how marketing mm-hmm. and sales can start to right. think together mm-hmm. about the core question. Mm-hmm. How do we drive net new? Mm-hmm how do we cross sell and mm-hmm. mainly how do we do that in our with our mm-hmm. ideal clients right. and prospects right yeah
0: you know, i i always find it interesting uh, when we talk about cross selling because you know we we get our clients and we put them in this little box we do x for you yes and we never tell them about the other services that we provide you know and and i you know, i have a great example of this i worked with this client had worked with them for years I did their their press releases for them. You know, anytime something happened did their press releases, now they were very industry specific. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had this this big list of the trade publications, um, you know, all these various things, and they would say, you know, somebody got promoted, this happened, yada, 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 we'd send out a press release, away it went. And then I get this call, or actually, I think I got an email that um, they were no longer go- that that for some things they were going to use a different PR firm, and I said, "Hmm." <laughs>
1: What things? Or The things and, you don't and she, do.
0: Yeah. And, and she said, oh, well, for the things that we want to go to mass media, because we're, we're wanting to, they were wanting to be publicly traded. And so they needed okay. to get bigger attention. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they wanted things to New York Times, Wall Street Journal. I mean, all those various things. And I said, well, I can do that.
1: You can?
0: That's exactly <laughs> right. what she said. And she said, we never knew you could Ooh, so we that. just went with someone else.
1: Oh, I hate that conversation. And, I hate that one. And
0: of course my I was bent. I was pretty bent. <laughs> um, you know, and and of course I realized it was my fault. I mean, if they didn't know that I could do that, it was because I had not told them.
1: That's right. Um,
0: you know, and and then it it actually ended up that we ended the agreement. Um, totally. I mean, it oh, was wow. just well, you know, then it came back to there were just some some things in there that just you know, we're we're a little questionable. What happened was they changed senior management, and senior mm-hmm. management wanted things done differently, and that was fine. um You know, it was probably time to to go anyway, and and so that was that. You know, we wished them ado and and all those things, but, but yeah, your your clients are not psychic. They don't know right. that you offer this if you only tell them you offer that. um yes. You know, and 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 there's so many ways to be doing that through sales and marketing. You know, the, the salespeople need to be reminding them, oh, hey, by the way, did you know we also do? Um, marketing has to have created things, you know, that, that they can be looking at. And as you said, like in those quarterly reviews, or, you know, even more often, that's where you tell them, oh, and by the way, did you know that we did that? Or, you know, you do monthly newsletter, whatever, because yeah, they're not psychic. You can't expect them to know that you do it.
1: Well, I think all of that's got to be done in the context of process. Mm-hmm. So, um, my background before I, I got involved in in um, sales training mm-hmm. and and running a marketing agency and and all of that, um, I sold workflow management software. Mm-hmm. So we would go in and map business mm-hmm. processes, and we mm-hmm. would help companies streamline the flow of information mm-hmm. through their organization to blah blah blah. And so, what I noticed when I was uh, writing this book. Mm-hmm. Is I noticed if you go in the accounting department, processes; mm-hmm. HR department, processes; right. shipping and receiving processes; mm-hmm. sales and marketing, wild west. Right. <laughs> right? You, know, you you know, do
0: what you do, you <coughs> do what you do, and never the two shall meet. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean the sale sales is like you got mm-hmm. it's like going into the wild west. You get right. some gunslingers, uh-huh. there's tumbleweeds, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. like hey, go sell something, you know. Mm-hmm build some relationships and close mm-hmm. some business. Mm-hmm. No process. Marketing is a lot of times not much better. Mm-hmm. Run a campaign. Hey, do an hey. ad thing. We're going to run an event and mm-hmm. uh, run a promotion. <laughs> yeah. Well, add in all the cool technology mm-hmm. and and definitely um, we get wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. So what I say is um, look at The processes, Mm -hmm. these are the cylinders of the engine. What makes an engine work Mm -hmm. is it repeats, Mm -hmm. you know, thousands of times a second Mm -hmm. um, RPM, but Mm -hmm. um, your sales and marketing needs to be process oriented. Mm -hmm. So you're never going to get the opportunity Mm -hmm. to have those cross-sell conversations Mm -hmm. if you don't have a processing place Mm -hmm. to engage with your clients. Mm Because sales, it's out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. You'll never have the opportunity to communicate all the different types of mm-hmm. press releases or insert whatever you do here, unless you have a client communication mm-hmm. program in place and you know whatever right. other cylinders we talk about in revenue growth mm-hmm. engine to be able to make sure your clients know. And um, this is, uh, you know, this right here, what we're talking about in terms of cross selling, Deb. I firmly believe. For ninety percent of the businesses listening in, this is the low hanging fruit. Right.
0: You've already got them as a client.
1: That's right. But you know, Mark Hunter is one of my favorite sales authors and a friend, and he says he says this so well. He goes, Daryl, you don't close a sale; you open a relationship. Mm-hmm um and Tiffany Bova was uh, at salesforce.com she mm-hmm. was their their evangelist and she's got she wrote Growth IQ i love mm-hmm. i love her work and i remember Tiffany standing in front of a room full of 2000 business owners in the technology world and she stood up and she said you guys are like gold miners you're like the klondike you mm-hmm. go out and you work and everyone's like yes and you dig and you dig and you find the gold and they're like yes and then you high five and you go, okay, let's go find another gold mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. you know, this is what we do in mm-hmm. sales and marketing all mm-hmm. the time is we're like net new, net right. new, net well, new. There's but a vein gold of mines. gold in there. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. deep. And mm-hmm. that's why when you look, when you can identify your ideal clients, your mm-hmm. current clients who are your ideal clients, mm-hmm. and you start to add up the potential. Mm-hmm. In those clients you'll realize mm-hmm. that if you maximized your uh, if you had the processes in mm-hmm. place for cross sell you you could mm-hmm. double your revenue or more right. just based on your client mm-hmm. base mm-hmm. but in the in the pre-pandemic world mm-hmm. of relatively easy business mm-hmm. we neglected that mm-hmm. well guess what 2021 mm-hmm. uh, let's get it done <laughs> let's get it done in 2021 yeah. let's make mm-hmm. sure we put the processes in place mm-hmm. To cross-sell so we can maximize mm-hmm. our return from these client relationships right. we worked so hard mm-hmm. to build. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and and it really is relatively simple. You know, it can be something along the lines of, you know, they they close this deal and you you send them an email, a gift or whatever, you know, hey, thank you so much for that. And oh, by the way.
1: Oh, by the way, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, and 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 you know, your salespeople who are thinking commission, 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 they're like, no, no, gotta go get new people. Well. The people they already have, they already know, they've Mm -hmm. got that relationship with, they should know enough about them that they can be really saying, hey, we can help you. You know, I, I happen to notice that over there, this is going on. Do you mm-hmm. know that we can help you with that? Um, you know, as opposed to we got to go back out and knock on doors again. Um, you know, and, and, and especially now when we can't do that, we can't go to networking meetings. We can't be going door to door. I mean, all of those various things, you have got to focus on what we already have and how you can serve them.
1: I think that's one of if if we look back, and I, I think someday we'll look back on twenty twenty and and the pandemic and, and it all won't that be unfolded. the swear
0: word that people are saying it is.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It might it might be. However, you know, times of adversity are, are where we mm-hmm. grow and develop. And I, I think there's gonna be many, many books written mm-hmm. about how we grew right and developed during during this time of adversity. Mm-hmm. But I think this what we're talking about right here when it comes to the philosophy mm-hmm. of how you grow your business, mm-hmm. um, realizing that your current client relationships and, you know, um, I think it was Jim Rohn that said your network is your net worth, right? Mm-hmm. Your client relationships, not only the the opportunity to add more value mm-hmm. to those current clients, but also the opportunity to develop that relationship mm-hmm. and ask who else you can help right. and, you know, get that mm-hmm. warm introduction, mm-hmm. which is worth thousand cold mm-hmm. ones right um, but and 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 really make that happen mm-hmm. this the whole whole thing about cross-sell process right now is um, is really really powerful mm-hmm.
0: right you know and uh, now more than ever. You know, you should be reaching out to people because, I mean, let's be honest, people are sitting at home, working at home, you know, or maybe they're in an office, but not nearly as many people. And as we said, not networking, not doing these things. So if you're being a resource for them and reaching out and just, hey, hey how you doing? I saw this article that I thought you might like, you mm-hmm. know, all of those various things, you're going to stand out.
1: I think so, and and in looking for ways to add value, you know, earlier we were talking about the. Did you know? Um, part of it is is making sure they know the products and services mm-hmm. that you sell beyond mm-hmm. your maybe your core offering that or whatever they bought from you. But really, a lot of it is having a mindset of curiosity and right. humility to say, mm-hmm. "Tell me about your business. Mm-hmm. What's going on?" And this this is a good time to ask it when the pandemic first happened. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we you know we. We had a lot of empathetic conversations Mm -hmm. with people and um, all of that. I think that was good. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's hopefully become part of our DNA Mm -hmm. now. We're a little more, you know, human. Mm -hmm. Uh, My friend Ethan Butte wrote a book called Rehumanize Your Business. I think that's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, But now that we're headed into this new year and, you know, whatever shifts, uh, we're recording this in December, Mm -hmm. I don't know you know there's vaccines and hopefully you know some some turn mm-hmm. of events here that is going to um lift the fog here over all of it. So what does that mean? Well that means as we go into you know this new future we're going to need to pivot again. Mm-hmm. We're going to need to in every that means mm-hmm. everybody, right? right? Not just you. That means all of your clients mm-hmm. are looking forward going what do we do now? Mm-hmm what's next? What are we missing? Mm -hmm. What are we, you know? And so, it is a great time to have conversations. I think in, you know, spring of 2020, the conversations were empathetic. Mm -hmm. I think in spring of 2021, the conversations need to become more strategic. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Where are we going to go? What are Mm -hmm. we going to do? Let's think through this together. Mm -hmm. Let's get our ideal clients Mm -hmm. together. Let's network them. Let's Mm -hmm. lead you know, let's, let's, let's figure this out. And mm-hmm. this is, this is a time, you know, as we said at the beginning of this, this recording, as we've been saying on the C-suite radio network all year, this is the time to drive and thrive. Mm-hmm. This is the time to work together and mm-hmm. figure this out. And you can be a part of that conversation mm-hmm. with your clients if you'll have that conversation right. with them. Right. Yeah.
0: You know, and I think a lot of people are afraid to even ask those questions. Um, They don't want to intrude. They, you know, there's, there's a variety of reasons not to. And at the very least, somebody's just going to tell you, you know, I'm not interested in that. You know, whatever. Thanks for the information, but, you know, and that's great. But they, you know, they, 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 again, they're not psychic, Um, you know, and, and because you're in, 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 you know, when the early stages of the pandemic, it really was, how are you doing? What can we do mm-hmm. to help? How how are things going? I mean, there really was this, you know, what can we do type of thing? And then we've kind of been plugging along for a while. And now it's like, yes. okay, you know, and and as we come out of this, it's it's going to go back to how can we help? But it's now how you, you have survived. So now we're going to do more than survive. And how can we help make you successful? um, you know, yeah. or more successful, um, you know, and, and things because, you know, it's, it's been rough. You know, there, there've been a lot of companies that just haven't made it, you know, they might still be struggling along and, you know, the, the first quarter, they might still make it in, in 2021, but you know, many of them aren't. And, and, um, you know, and, and so, you know, it's, it really is going to be the time to to look at the people you're working with and go, okay, you are the survivor we want to be part of that team. What can we do to to help you?
1: absolutely and and I think that we are fine I mean we're finding this already and mm-hmm. I think this will continue on into the new year um is people are open for help and ideas. Mm-hmm. and so to go in um, with a heart of service, mm-hmm. not a heart of of um self-interest, mm-hmm. but a heart of service right. is where we're going to to generate the goodwill, but we're also going to mm-hmm. find. Uh, we're going to find ourselves in conversations mm-hmm. where we're actually understanding what our clients mm-hmm. really need, what right. they really want from us, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what are the answers to those questions. I don't know. That's why mm-hmm. we got to go out and ask. And this is a time to have a lot of conversations, asking you know somewhat mm-hmm. simple questions. What challenges are you right. facing in your business mm-hmm. today? Where do you see this going? What do you mm-hmm. what are you most concerned about? Where do you see the opportunity? Mm-hmm. Here's what we're seeing. You know, having that thirty thousand foot discussion adds value, mm-hmm. but is also going to open the doors to new opportunities mm-hmm. um, that you may have never seen before, mm-hmm. and it may be the key to the growth in your business mm-hmm. in in ways you hadn't even planned. Right. But they're going to come out of mm-hmm. understanding the demand,
0: mm-hmm. right? You know, and uh, sometimes the the information, the help that you're providing might bring absolutely nothing back to your business. Um you know but but it, because you were helpful and didn't expect something in return, they remember that. Um you know and and I think even if it's just that you sent them an article or you made a new business connection for them. I mean all these various things, people remember that and especially now where things are are rough because I think a lot of people are thinking hey we're being ignored, we're being forgotten. Mm-hmm. And So now really is the time to to reach out to folks and and to say just you know how, back back to that empathy thing how you doing um, mm-hmm. you know and and it's it's you know it, it, I always laugh about this you know when when they said you know in in March it's going to be two weeks
1: yeah, right we all went, yeah. Yeah. I can do this for two weeks
0: sure sure we can you know and and I do remember <laughs> you know they they told my husband you will be working from home for two weeks maybe a month yeah they have told him and they told him this quite a while ago you're home until july of 2021
1: mm-hmm.
0: and more than likely he's going back to a hybrid type of thing um, mm-hmm. kids you know schools all of these various things you know, we're, we are coming out of this totally different and you know, and, and so we have to stop and think okay what do we need to change in our business in order to be successful. And I think so many, you know, we, we've talked about this, you know, with the, the ruler, you know, we just plug mm-hmm. merrily along and we hope things go, you know, and then there might be some little dips, but, you know, we, it, it's a teeter-totter, <laughs> you know, and I remember, you know, when I, when I was a little kid and I was a little frail little thing and lots of kids got on the other end of the teeter-totter and they shot me off, <laughs> you know, was, that happens. um, yes. You know, it, that happens in business where, yeah. you know, catastrophic things happen or, good things. I mean I'm sure in January, companies like Zoom never ever thought, you know, oh my gosh, things are, are going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, you know and and but yeah it's and and the companies that that did say, okay, what are we gonna? You know, I'm, I live in in Atlanta, and one of the things that mm-hmm. your you know, governor keeps telling us is hunker down, hunker down, and you know, and, and you know, you kind of hear that in Arkansas too, and that's what businesses have been doing, but now we've got to come out of it. You know, and, yes. and so you know, what can we do to help our clients to to do that? And or even if they're not our clients, you know, let's see, you, know, you I, I, you know, we we didn't even get to talk. And you know, we do have a couple minutes, so I want to talk about you know what selling from the heart is, because I think that is part of it. You know, we don't have to be making money to be doing something. Do we need to make money? Yes. You know, we have bills we have to pay too. And we like to buy those fancy cars that go fast with the big engines. But, you know, it, 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 it all has to come from the heart.
1: It does. And, um, you know, if you look at the the biggest thing that in sales and marketing, this goes for both, mm-hmm. um, the biggest thing that you need to develop a relationship is mm-hmm. trust. Right. Challenges. We live in a post-trust economy. Mm-hmm. Um, And trust is at an all-time low Edelman Mm -hmm. trust index just Mm -hmm. keeps slipping every year. Mm -hmm. And now that we're in this two-dimensional space, the Mm -hmm. question is how do we build trust and um, trust comes from authenticity and the the drivers Mm -hmm. of authenticity, Mm -hmm. humility, um, curiosity, Mm -hmm. empathy, um, those types of things. And so one of the things I think is, is really important right now is that we continue um, in selling from the heart, and I get to co-host the Selling from the Heart podcast with my good friend Larry Levine, author mm-hmm. of Selling from the Heart. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I watch Larry work with organizations mm-hmm. and helping them develop authentic relationship mm-hmm. plus authentic value. So it's got to be authentic on both, right? Mm-hmm. The relational connection is critical, right? And it's got it's you got to be even more intentional now mm-hmm. than ever. Um, the value side is critical as mm-hmm. well. People aren't just spending money because it's mm-hmm. in their budget. It's not in their budget. Mm-hmm. They're really rationalizing this. Right. So, when we had to market now as sales professionals and marketing, the goal is authentic relationship mm-hmm. plus authentic value. And this, you know, all of this, I mm-hmm. think, stretches us and just makes us mm-hmm. better at our craft. Um, but right now, this is the time to be. The real deal. Um, this is, you know, if you're, if you've, whether you own a company, lead a marketing team Mm -hmm. or in sales, this is the time to be the real deal, Mm -hmm. um, authentic relationship plus authentic value, Mm -hmm. and then put the engine behind that Mm -hmm. and you'll set yourself up for a very successful 2021.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are going to be many companies that, that, you know, that really do come out of this good, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and and part of that will be because they restructure, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, how many companies are going to go, we don't need to be in an office, it worked really pretty good for our folks to work from home, Um, you know, and and so that's going to cut costs for them there, you know, employees are going to say, you know what, I can work six hours a day, when I'm not disturbed, and get a whole much more done, And you know, and and so maybe they're gonna, you know, take advantage of the gig economy and and have something else, or you know, all these people who have their kids at home, you know, they they've now got to be teaching them, you know, and and all of these things. And and I think it's you know, I back in March when we first started this, I thought it'd be a year. I really did think it would be a year before we ever even started to to see what was happening. And I still think that. I think by March-ish. We should, you know, they're, they're, the light will be at the end of the tunnel, and it's not the train that's going to hit us. It's, you know, it's the, the light that we're going out. Um, you know, and, and I think that's going to what's going to be interesting about this. And, and so, you know, oh my gosh, we're at the top of the hour, and so we have to talk again later on to see, you know, okay, we're out of this or we're, yeah. you know, we, we are getting out of it just to, to see because I still had notes. um, You know, we still had questions. And and so we still have to do that. But, you know, in the meantime, tell mm-hmm. us, Daryl, how people find you and connect with you online. You know, is your book on Amazon? Be Vanna again, show the book.
1: Of course, it's on Amazon. And um, <laughs> one of the things, though, I wanted to make sure that our, our heart is to help great companies grow mm-hmm. revenue. We've got all kinds of a growing toolkit right. mm-hmm. of uh, revenue tools. You mm-hmm. can text the word revenue to 21,000. Mm-hmm. That's the word revenue to 21,000. Mm-hmm. You'll get access to our toolkit. Cool. You'll learn about our revenue growth engine tune-up mm-hmm. events that are, are rolling out through mm-hmm. 2021, where you mm-hmm. can come in and actually tune up your your revenue mm-hmm. growth engine and make sure you've got all the cylinders firing right. Um, and so everybody
0: needs a tune up. I mean, you know, cars get tunes up, right. tune, tune ups all the time. Tunes ups.
1: <laughs> tunes ups. My, tunes mine, ups. Mine just told me today it needs one, actually. So, mm, uh, which mine's is cranky, uh, too. It must yeah. be the
0: time of year. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's like, you haven't driven me much this year, but it's time for a little attention.
0: Mine said, you don't have heat.
1: <laughs> and oh, I went, yeah, oh, it's cold here. <laughs> that's something you might want to get checked out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, but yeah. You know, revenue check out to twenty one thousand. Love to connect with you. Mm-hmm. There, one of the great things, Deb. There's not that many people on LinkedIn with a last name Amy and first name Daryl, so this I'm sure true. I can find you out there. Mm-hmm. Love to connect and mm-hmm. and um, you know the heart behind all of this is mm-hmm. let's work together. Let's mm-hmm. get strategic. Um and uh, you know I always like to say at the end of the Revenue Growth Podcast, mm-hmm. um let's get going and let's get growing mm-hmm. and this is the time to do that.
0: Right right and and your website for the book is revenuegrowthengine.net .net folks not de- .com so .net revenuegrowthengine.net um and you you know as you mentioned those resources are there there's you know all those links um all those various things um so be sure to check that out
1: awesome yes perfect this has been so much fun. And I just want to say uh, it's a huge uh, thank you to you. And, and for all that you're doing uh, here on the Business Power Hour is really, this has been a lot of fun. It's
0: fun. fun. And know, I can yeah. tell you
1: add so much value. So thank you.
0: Well, thank you. You know, I, we were talking before the program with what, what you know, as podcasters, we both have our own podcast. Mm-hmm. What do we get out of it? We get knowledge. I mean, I learn something every single time,
1: yeah. and
0: we get to talk to the coolest people. I mean, <laughs> you know that right. really is one of the funnest things about this. Is I really do get to talk to the the, the cool kids, um, and and have so much
1: fun with that. <laughs> Me too. It's been wonderful getting to know you right. today.
0: Well, do you have any final thoughts for everyone?
1: Um, I would say, you know what? This is uh, we've been saying this through this uh, whole podcast. This is the time to drive, and this is the time mm-hmm. to thrive. So once again, let's get going and let's get growing and let's make 2021 um, a year of recovery and success. And I think we just need to get strategic to make that happen.
0: Perfect, I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely delightful conversation with Daryl Amy, can't (laughs) wait to do it again. And until next time, everyone have a great day.